Welcome to the Life's Better Podcast, where we say life is so much better with God, community, and purpose. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the drug hit you need. It's actually a drug hit that God has designed you for. Um, I'm joined by my co-host, Josh, for our very first episode. Josh loves his wife, and he loves even horseback riding more. Is that correct? (laughs) more than my wife. No, that's that's incorrect. <laughs> that's That doesn't sound right to me. We do live in Kentucky, and uh, horses are loved, but Emily is loved far more yes. than horses. Absolutely. And so today, we're going to be talking about this drug hit. And, you know, drugs are an issue in Lawrenceburg and in our yeah. greater world, for sure. Uh, I read a statistic recently that said, according to the National Survey on Drug Use and Health, 38% of adults in 2017 battled an illicit drug use disorder, which again, it's heartbreaking. Uh, We don't want to see that for anyone. But the truth is all of us are actually experiencing drug use on a daily basis. And we're not actually using this drug responsibly. If we were, I think we would be living with far more intention, purpose, and we'd be much more productive with our lives. Uh, We're going to talk about that in a second. But before we do, we're going to play a game. This is a game that you actually played at my home a few weeks ago with my family and some others from the church. It's called Five Second Rule, and it has absolutely nothing to do with food on the ground. Uh, It has everything to do with being quick with your answers to certain categories. So for example, I might ask Josh, Josh, name the last three books that you've read. And mm-hmm. you have to answer that as within five seconds. Yes. Yeah, or less, or less. Now we've got a cool little timer. Um, this is about five seconds. I, I think it's just just a little longer than five seconds. But you have to answer before those balls hit the bottom. I've got a list of questions for you. Josh, you came with a list for me. And we're going to go head to head. We're going to see who wins all the rounds, I guess. Yeah. And for audio listeners, this thing is like, it looks like a baton. (laughs) It's just got this like plunger that makes this very satisfying noise every time you turn it. (laughs) Pretty great. All right. right. First question. Are you ready? You want to ask me or you want me to ask you? Um, It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. All right. All right, name three things you love to do on a day off. Uh, I really like to watch movies, play soccer, and do... You failed. You failed. failed What was that third one? I was going to say do like personal crafts and stuff with nerdy stuff. So it was though, uh, soccer, what was the other one? Uh, I said soccer, watch movies. Watch movies. Yeah, yeah. And and crafting. Yeah, yeah. And now is that alone or is that like... It, it depends, because a lot of my days off don't align with Emily's if she's at work, so I, I find stuff to do for that's myself. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's very cool. All right, you're going to have to flip that as soon as you ask. Yes, okay. So my first question is, who is your favorite kid? I'm just kidding. That's not actually my <laughs> first question. Uh, <laughs> my, my Berkeley. Berkeley. I, I didn't mean that. No, yeah, I love them all the same. <laughs> I should have given you more time to see if you actually gave me an answer. That would have been funny. All right, um, Jonathan, what are your top two Favorite action movies? Go. Uh, Gladiator and... <laughs> I oh, no. I have no idea. I only had to come up with two. I was Gladiator try- is a good one, though. I was trying to say Braveheart, and I could not remember Braveheart. Braveheart. It was just one of those classic, when I was in, I think, high school, mm. it came out. and was like, whoa, this is blowing my mind. Both those movies like have like those really classic, like good... Strong moments. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You can freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Josh. It's a good one. Well, we both aren't very good at this. Let's try this one. <laughs> Name three shows you like to binge watch. Oh. Um, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Avatar. Um, Fail. Yeah. See, I, I think I could have answered for you faster. The Office, Parks and Rec, Why and I? I don't know what the third one they, would be. But... I'm really glad that you know me that well, because <laughs> those are both two that I continually watch, but I just blank. This this thing causes me so much anxiety. It's that little cow noise. Yeah. The, the Office, Parks and Rec are top two, and then maybe Stranger Things, which is a Netflix yes. show. I have not watched yeah. that, but I've heard good things about it. It's great. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Are you ready to flip it? Hopefully you can get the first one. I've got it. I've got to get this. All right. What? Okay. I want to clarify the word ingredient here so you can already start thinking about it. It's not a mixture of things. Typically, ingredients are just one thing. So what are the three ingredients you love in any meal? Like three ingredients you love in any meal. Uh, Salt. Okay. Bread? <laughs> Dang it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and mayonnaise. Mayonnaise would be... No, really? I, I don't think that would be the third. Wow. I, Sorry. I, I apologize. I I have salad for dinner every single meal. Okay. So what would that be? Like lettuce. dressing? Lettuce? Wait, what's your favorite part of salad? You know, I like the garbanzo beans. I also like... I've never had garbanzo oh beans. Oh my goodness. What? Chickpeas? Like, okay. Listen, you know? Okay. And quinoa I also put in there. Really? Which is weird. I know it's... Like a, rice? I just throw yeah. all that in there and it's just good stuff. Yeah. Like a power bowl. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Okay, all right. cool. I've got one last question for you, Josh. It's the hardest of all of them. Oh, no. So I'm worried for you. You know what I'm going to do? I, I said name three. I'm going to say two. Name two. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. how I'm going to help you out with this. Okay, thanks. All right. Name two... Of the worst board games, because I know you're a board game guy, oh, worst board games you've played? Monopoly and the Game of Life. What? I don't like either of those Really? Games. Okay, I'm with you on the Game of Life. That one can get a little tedious, but Monopoly's classic. You can't not like Monopoly. It, it's just way too long, and mm. yeah, it, it's, it's overhyped. Like, there's so many better games to play than those two. Okay. No, I feel you. Okay. Yeah. All right, what's my last right. one? Your last one. And this is only one. You don't have to name a bunch of things. Okay, I got if this If you one. could tame any animal in the world to have as a pet, what would it be? Uh, I'm going to go with otter. An otter? Okay. Yes. I love otters. Have you ever watched otters like in a zoo? Mm-hmm. They're just so full of entertainment. Yeah, I could yeah. watch them for hours. I would go with an otter. Okay. So, hey, you and I, we tied <laughs> yeah. with one. Yeah, come nice. on. Okay. And we learned some things. About and we learned, hopefully you guys learned some stuff about <laughs> us, too, that we're not very good at games. It's probably what you learned more than anything else. Uh, well, the reason why we played this game is, first of all, maybe you guys can get to know us a little bit. But more than that, I wanted to ask you, how did you feel when you had that first victory? Like, what did that feel like when, clearly... The other two were not good, but you got that last question it, and you solidly answered it. How did it feel? It felt like a lot of relief yeah. because I didn't mess up the first podcast entirely. And <laughs> we can actually go on and say that we did something correctly with it. Yeah, yeah. no, that makes sense. Um, so were you a little nervous going into the game itself? Mm, a little bit because I've, I've experienced that thing. Before. High pressure. You got five seconds. You got to do it quick. So your brain is actually releasing a couple of things. Um, Typically, when you're getting anxious or having stress or anxiety, uh, typically it's adrenaline. 
cortisol is also in there. But that feeling of, oh, relief, oh, I nailed it, oh, that was good. That's actually the drug that we're gonna be talking about today, and it's the drug dopamine. Your brain, several parts in your brain actually release this, this chemical, this hormone, this drug called dopamine. And dopamine is oftentimes referred to as uh, the feel-good uh, neurotransmitter because it's linked to your feelings of pleasure, satisfaction, even when it comes to winning a game. The question that we're going to be asking today is, is there a way that we could possibly use dopamine to our advantage? Is there a way that we can actually use dopamine maybe even to help us grow closer to God in deeper connection with other people and to live out a life with purpose. And so um, I first want to just kind of start by, you know, asking you, uh, when it comes to spiritual disciplines, you work with youth, uh, mm -hmm. you've, you know, been a Christian most of your life. I know for me as a pastor, there's plenty of people, plenty of Christians that they recognize the importance of certain spiritual disciplines mm -hmm. to grow the relationship with God, to have purpose, you know, to have that, you know, right connection with other people. But oftentimes, it's just not that fun, and they see it as a total drag. Yeah. Uh, what are some of those spiritual disciplines that you would love to see your students living out on a regular basis, but for whatever reason, it's like, uh, I'd rather play 2K. Yeah. I would rather hang out with friends. Yeah. Um, honestly, the, the two pillars, I think, if I can get stu students by the end of their senior year to be doing regularly without me, telling them is reading their Bible and praying. Yeah. And you know, there's plenty of others that are great. Like, I mean, if I can get high school students to want fast, that'd be awesome. But like if they're if they leave with prayer and, mm. and Bible reading, then awesome. They I feel like that's great. And that is one that is like pulling teeth sometimes yeah. to get them to do. What what are some of the excuses that you've heard? There's just no time. Yeah. Um, I get really tired like some of them will tell me like I do it right before I go to bed and either one they'll fall asleep during it and it's just yeah. like one of those things where it doesn't hold their attention long enough uh, or they'll do it on their phone and of course you do it for like five minutes yeah. and then Facebook's deemed you like five or six times and yep. you switch to that instead or yeah yeah no absolutely so you're explaining a classic problem that not just teens have but adults do as well and I think one of one of the tools that we can use to actually help use dopamine to our advantage is getting to the point where we stop rewarding ourselves before we've actually accomplished something. I'm going to say that again. You may want to write that down. Stop rewarding yourself before you've actually done anything. Hmm. Uh, so often we just, you know, feed ourselves with this dopamine hits and it feels as though we're, we're being rewarded. In fact, that's what a dopamine hit is. It's, it's a reward. Uh, you feel good when you have that. It's like, oh my goodness, yeah, I love that. I want to have more of those things. Let me explain maybe an example of how we see this played out in a lot of people's lives. Uh, so maybe before bedtime, someone says, I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to spend some time with God in prayer, Bible study, whatever it might be. And then the alarm goes off and unless you're like my children, I've got three out of four. They, they no kidding. They love jumping up out of bed and being the first ones there. Uh, I've got one who wants to stay in bed. But for the most part, we want to be the ones that stay in bed. But say, for example, um, the alarm goes off, and that's typically on your cell phone. Is that yeah. the case for you? Yeah. We don't want to get out of bed. Uh, we know we should be spending time with God. Maybe we need to go exercise, whatever it might be. But we're kind of dragging a little bit. But we're also searching for something that's just going to stimulate us. And you've got your phone right there. And so what do so many people do? 
well, I'll just check Facebook. Well, I'll just check Instagram. I'll just see if someone texted me. Well, you know, I'm going to check emails. I'm going to get a jump on these things. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is you're fueling yourself with dopamine. You're getting the hit. It's not because Facebook is just this amazing app, but you're just getting that hit of dopamine to get you going. And the problem is you feel like you've accomplished something when you really haven't accomplished anything. <laughs> and, and then you're searching for the next hit. And so maybe it's time for some food. So you go into the pantry and maybe you're feeling a little naughty. So you decide, I'm going to go for the sugar cereal. The world's best cere- uh, cereal is hands down Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I know you don't agree with me no, on that's, this. That's close. What would be number one for you? I really like Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks are probably my favorite. Okay, even though they don't taste like apples. Yeah, that's okay. Do you know that commercial, by the way? No. There was a classic commercial. I'm speaking to some old people right now <laughs> where like they, they would, you know, these kids, they'd be eating Apple Jacks, and the dad would come and be like, what are you guys doing? Eating Apple Jacks? You know it doesn't even taste like apples. And they're like, what? Uh. Anyway, that was like their <laughs> line to get you to buy Apple Jacks. Uh, anyway, my wife, that's like one of her favorites. Really? Okay, cool. It used to be her favorite. I don't know if it still is, but yeah. So back to our dopamine hit. <laughs> so you're chowing on Apple Jacks or Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You just got a massive... Massive hit of dopamine. All that sugar is rushing to your bloodstream and you are feeling really good. But what makes it better? Well, turning on the TV, maybe watching some news. If you're old school, getting the newspaper. Again, these are all things that are fueling that dopamine in your brain and in your body. But the problem is, although it feels good, are you really accomplishing anything of significance as you start your morning? Probably not. It's not necessarily bad, but it's not clearly the goal that you set to either you know exercise in the morning or spend some time with God and mm. prayer and Bible study, but you're feeling good. Now your day has begun. Maybe you're an hour into your day and what's the next hit going to be? Well, you got to get your things going. You've got a whole long to-do list and it is going to require maybe hours of focused concentration. Depending on the project at work, it might be days, if weeks of focused concentration on mm. that project, but you felt really good with those dopamine hits, you don't feel so good accomplishing those tasks. And so we have to get into a routine of not rewarding ourselves with that dopamine hit until we've actually accomplished something of great purpose. And we'll give some examples of what we mean, particularly when it comes to our spiritual lives in a moment. Um, Josh, you have a dog. I do. Uh, we've talked about your dog. He's got one of the, the best dog names around. His name is? Nacho. And I know you've told me, he came. you came up with that name, you guys were eating nachos one night? No, it was, uh, was it? we got him on Cinco de Mayo. That's and what it yeah, was. And yeah, if you know anything, Emily and I know Spanish history, Mexican history too, uh, the Ignacio... Uh, General Ignacio, like the nickname for him is Nacho. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he loved the classic snacks. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, that's how he got that. <laughs> <laughs> so Nacho, he has some tricks, and you've told me he has some. He has at least one really good one. Remind me what it is, though. Yeah, my favorite one is that I can get him to stay, yeah. and he'll sit, and I'll put a treat in front of him, and like walk in another room, and yeah. he'll still until he. Here's the words come or like go, like he'll, he'll wait. That's great. No, that's really good. So most people train their dogs, and I'm sure you did a little bit of this as well, train their dogs by giving them treats. And when they do the proper behavior, they get that treat. Imagine for a moment though, Josh, that you just started giving treats for random behavior. You know, he looked at you sideways and you're like, oh, that's adorable. And you gave him a treat. <laughs> or he started chasing the mailman and tore off, you know, 
his shoelaces, and you were like, yeah, that's it, boy, you get him, right? And you give him yeah. a treat. Like, what would happen? He would start doing all of that behavior more, I guess. He'd become a terror, yeah, right? Yeah. And you'd probably stop getting all those really cool things that you buy on Amazon uh, because the mailman's not going to reward you yeah, for yeah. your dog's bad behavior. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. For us, the same, the same is happening. In that dog's brain, he is being rewarded for certain behavior. And when we continually reward ourselves for not even accomplishing anything, we're training ourselves in a real negative way. Mm-hmm. We need to hold off on those rewards, that dopamine, and actually maybe even couple it with things that bring far more productivity in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, we're going to give you some examples in just a moment. Right along with this is the idea that... Oftentimes we are we're caught up in a dopamine overdose and we're actually becoming desensitized to dopamine. I see this most evident in probably kids and teens, not to pick on teens, but I, I'm a former youth pastor and I've just seen it so glaring in their life. But it's also adults too. So many kids have you know their screen time, they've got their movies, they've got their video games, they've got ice cream, whatever it is that they just kind of have the, those hits off of. And then you call them into like just normal family time and how do they behave, how do they act? Hey, let's go on a walk, let's go see the sunset. Hey, there's fireflies outside, let's go check them out. And what do they, how do they behave? They, you, they're almost acting like you're killing them. What, no, oh, I wanna, and they, why? Because honestly, They've had so much dopamine from all their screen time that they're not able to enjoy these really wonderful blessings in their life because although there is dopamine in that, it's just at a small, uh, much smaller level than, say, that screen time. Hmm. And I think for adults, too, we we need to possibly do some fasting. Uh, We need to maybe limit our phone use. We need to limit our screen time when it comes to news and anything else that would distract us from those deeper blessings of our life, which is getting into a love relationship with our King and our Lord Jesus Christ, which is connecting with people, serving, which is you know developing that purpose of having a, a mission field, which we talk about a lot here at the church. Josh, in your in your life, um, I'm just curious where have you where have you seen yourself maybe seeking those dopamine hits mm-hmm. instead of staying on task. Okay, so uh, I have two. Uh, one is from the past, which is so obvious, uh, and it, it has to do with even apps on phones and stuff. But when I was in college, especially in my senior year, there was a lot of stress with like big papers, and like you know, you don't get those dopamine hits until you've turned in the paper, mm-hmm. and then even after that, you have to wait a while before you get your grade back. And so, like uh, you know, the reward for accomplishing that those long long nights of, of papers uh, took a while to get to and at the same time I was getting really really into like different apps on my phone in terms of like gaming and mm-hmm. like just little even like Facebook and like stuff like that and I realized I was doing it way too much uh, to the point where like I would complain to friends like oh man I'm up to like two three in the morning typing these papers but then I would catch myself at like one and I've spent like an hour, hour and a half on my phone yeah. do, doing like games that aren't even fun, but they have like the like, bling, you did this thing. And so <laughs> yes. like, it feels good. They're like, yes. oh, I want, I want that feeling again. Of, bling, oh yeah, cool. Uh, and I realized I like, I, I, that even just playing these games, like I was missing out on hanging out with friends more because I wasn't getting things done in, in time. Uh, uh, I would still get papers done, but I would be 
just miserable and tired the next day because I wasn't doing it right. And uh, I had to like just delete every game off of my phone mm-hmm. because I realized that I wasn't even having a good time. It was just I really like something telling me that I was accomplishing something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when and what were you accomplishing? Nothing. Like, absolutely yeah. nothing. In fact, <laughs> I can't even tell you like the name of half the games. It was probably My Little Pony yeah. and <laughs> yeah. The Heartbreak Kid. Yeah. I don't like, know. It, you know, people brag about their scores on like. What's the what's Candy Crush? Like, like when, whenever I hear somebody's like, I'm past level 300 and something, it's like, you know that none of those levels are different from each other anymore, right? Like, all of them are the same. And you've wasted your life. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, so that that's one. Uh, but then another that is, like, I, I'm identifying in my life right now is that, you know, Emily and I try to do our best to, like, keep in shape and keep each other mm. in check in that. And, and exercise... I have very specific ways I like to exercise because of dopamine. Mm. Uh, like running, if you, if I'm just gonna go out and run, I get tired really fast. Mm. I get bored really fast. If I'm just gonna lift weights, I get tired and bored really fast. Yeah. But if we play tennis, if mm. I mean I go play tennis, I'm I can play for hours. Mm. I'm I'm excited about like getting a good shot or saving something or or scoring more points than yeah. her or something like or trying to you know because she's better than me, uh, <laughs> but. That that dopamine hit like keeps me going even in sports, which is interesting. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. I, I want to talk about a little bit of application here, and there's so many wonderful people in the Bible who have lived this out well. But Paul constantly comes to my mind because so many times he just makes it really clear what his purpose and his intention is in life. I want to read to you one of these verses. This is in Philippians chapter three, verse eight. He says, what is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. So clearly, who is his intention and focus? What has his purpose in life? It's his mission, God. And it's all about pursuing Christ. And what's really, I don't know, just... Convicting, I guess, for me is when he says everything else is garbage. Hmm. You know, everything else is garbage. So the TV time, the computer time, the Candy Crush high score, all of it is garbage compared to that central focus of moving his relationship towards God through Christ. And for me, that's convicting. And I have to ask myself, okay, well, well, maybe how can I get to that point? And I think some of it's just using dopamine responsibly. So I want to share with you just some ways that I've done this in my life. And Josh, you can share maybe one or two if you want as well. Uh, but Josh, you brought up exercise. For me, when I get up in the morning, I do not reward myself uh, with anything until I exercise. First thing I do is exercise. And some people are like, why? Are you just vain? You want to, you know, just, you know, Clearly, clearly my body is not, is not uh, just trying to show off, um, but I like to be healthy. And let me just read you something that BrainMD uh, writes about exercise. They say, in general, physical exercise is one of the best things you can do for your brain. It increases the production of new brain cells, slows down brain cell aging, can increase your levels of dopamine. Exercise has also been associated with improved mood and overall a better outlook on life. And so there's already that, that physical reward, even greater dopamine levels in that, but I couple it with a spiritual practice. When I run, I'm engaged in prayer. 
And so that time of receiving those extra dopamine hits in my exercise, guess what? I'm also connecting with my Lord and my Savior in prayer, appreciating the world around me. Mm -hmm. uh, when I'm doing weight training, I just, I can't pray. I'm usually counting, you know, repetitions and those things. So I put on, you know, a podcast from leaders, Christian leaders, or a sermon from, uh, you know, pastors that I enjoy. And so I'm renewing myself spiritually that way. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do in the beginning of my day. And then, you know, it's shower time. Uh, and after shower time, getting ready. Well, that's when I continue to pursue my relationship with God by opening up scripture, by journaling, continuing in prayer. And that's how I start my day. Again, no really big rewards other than maybe the, you know, dopamine levels from exercise. But I, I still am wanting to accomplish things before I feed myself anything. Mm -hmm. uh, then it's like, well, okay, now I'm ready. I'm ready at least for a meal. I'm gonna get some dopamine through that meal. I wake up my boys and again, I want to have purpose and intention for my relationship with my boys. And I have a desire to grow them to know and love God with all of themselves. So during mealtime, after we make our breakfast, well then we sit down, we talk about what we uh, are just grateful for. We pray together and then we open up scripture and we study it together. So I'm receiving that dopamine hit of the mealtime, but I'm also intentional about building that community with my family as well as discipling them, which is one of God's primary purposes for me as a father. And so this is these are just some of the ways that I am trying to use dopamine to my advantage. Uh, is there anything that in your life you've seen this? Yeah, so I realized, uh, especially in college too, that I just liked knocking things out in terms of like movies, TV shows, podcasts, videos on YouTube. I, I got a dopamine hit like a whenever I finished one. Like yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. I, I, I accomplished these things or I watched these things and I got something out of it. Uh, so finding podcasts, whether short or small, uh, that are Christian leaders that are going to pour into mm -hmm. my spiritual life or even like youth pastors, just like, you know, here's ways you can increase productivity in your youth group, uh, like stuff like that. Uh, and then doing something like what you said, like with uh, exercise gives you that dopamine while you're listening to yeah. those. Yeah. Uh, so like you associate that with the hit uh so one thing i like to do while i listen to those podcasts is play disc golf yeah. and so like disc golf is a very quick and easy way to like oh that nailed the shot type of thing <laughs> yeah. but i'm listening to jesus at the same time like about jesus at the same time and, and so like you know uh that's one of my favorite things to do is like be by myself and have that podcast and play disc golf uh, that and then like the same thing with reading the Bible like mm. if you have your Bible app you can set uh, chapters or books that you want to accomplish mm. and so when you finish them you get to hit this little button and boom it disappears oh, cool. and it's like oh yes okay I, 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 I feel accomplished by that so yeah that's cool yeah I used to do that old school when I was working my way through the Bible reading all the you know mm. books of the Bible I would just take my pen you know in the table of contents I would just cross off the Bible that, or the book in the Bible that I finished, and you know my Bible just fold all these crossed out marks, and that was a good thing though. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I nailed it. No, thank you, Josh, for sharing that. Our encouragement for you guys uh, this week, this month, has used dopamine to your advantage. God wants you to live with intentionality. He wants you to live with purpose. He wants you to pursue Him and connection with other people. Use dopamine as uh, as a tool to do that. On next. Uh, the ep next episode of our podcast, we actually have a special guest. Uh, that's going to be Joanne Tide, and she's going to be walking us through kind of her journey when it comes to pursuit of God, pursuit of community, and now her new pursuit in this 
you know, her really her purpose here of uh, actually building our children's ministry. Mm-hmm. And I know this is going to be a fantastic episode, so tune in. That's going to be at the end of July. But until then, know that life is always so much better with God, community, and purpose. God bless. See you guys.